Welcome to Green Light, a fan-led podcast that aims to bring an open corridor about cannabis to all of our Aotearoa New Zealand, young, old, big or small. We want to hear what you have to say about cannabis. So this is the first taste of Green Light. Yeah. We're going to talk today a little bit about what you are going to be able to expect from this space. We're opening up a corridor, Tomage and I to really sit down and get to the nitty-gritty of what cannabis in Aotearoa, New Zealand feels and looks like. So we have a bit of a mission, a vision. We won't go through like, oh yeah, our mission is and our vision <laughs> is, but we'll make sure that you understand what we mean by opening up a corridor that's really gonna get down and real. What do you mean with down and real, bro? Like, what do you think that means, eh? <laughs> There's lots of ways that I'd, I'd explain it, but one way that I can think of right now would say to to bring together the worlds of statistics and anecdotes. Yeah. We want to merge people's anecdotal experiences along with what the science says. And we want to, I care less about who is right, I'm just interested in what is right. And we're going to figure it out, whatever the answer is going to be. So... You heard it from his mouth. There's no real right or wrong in this conversation because we're trying to grow together. It's <laughs> like a plant. Uh, we're trying to, to achieve something together, which is a common ground in this corridor, in this beautiful country. Because currently, what we're getting is just a bunch of polarizing stuff that serves absolutely no one but the news, me- the news media outlets, really, like they get clickbait left and right. You know, whatever, if you're pro or you're uh, against cannabis, you're always going to be uh, subjected to the clickbait. Oh, this poll tells you that, you know, the referendum is going to fail. This poll tells you that the cannabis is the worst thing that can happen. Or this poll tells you that, you know, this or the other, and we're just going to be clicking on stuff that's telling us absolutely nothing that is truthful and close to the ground we're not going to be hearing from people that use cannabis abuse cannabis have uh, changed their life around through cannabis or you know broke their families or anything like that you know you're not gonna be having access to anything that's meaningful to new zealanders and we are like it's a very ambitious kind of kopapa and we might not make it but we're going to give it our best to get there you know get to you who's listening and and see what it means to you to talk about cannabis. Um, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> my bit. <laughs> well, uh, you aced it, bro. Um, you really did. You know, there's 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 a lot of um, there's there's a lot of stories. There's a lot of narrative that's been um, brought to people's attention that that um, hasn't come from the most genuine place in some instances. Marty, are well aware of it. You know, we've, we've experienced stigmatization of lots of things that just uh, isn't, isn't representative of the truth. Um, and cannabis is another one of those things. You know, it's another thing on the list. Um, I, I'm not an expert um, compared to other people on uh, Māori affairs, per se. Um, nor am I expert on cannabis, but at least when it comes to, to, to that corridor, I've got a little bit to offer. Uh, I like to think of myself as a buffoon that's mentored by geniuses. And I've been really lucky to have some really good mentors that come from the East Coast region of our country 
um, as well as others who, who you know, have, have, um, who have a lot to offer, who, who ultimately have a lot to offer um, in terms of education for, our, for, our, for us as a country as a whole, um, and also have a lot to offer to their communities, which in most cases have been um, disproportionately affected in a very negative way by the laws we currently have around cannabis. Yeah, and uh, so opening up the space also means that we can bring those mentors in, yeah. and they're going to tell us from the horse's mouth. I love that uh, that metaphor. And they're going to come in and say, uh, this is my version of it, or this is what I, I've been kind of seeing through my how many years of experience dealing with this from X, Y, or Z perspective. We also can, you know, contact world experts you know like we had ethan russo here in the in oh, gisborne did. yeah when, we, when he was over last year yeah yeah oh, well, dude, I, I well, no, to... we didn't interview him yeah but i, I went to the Hui, bro, and he was on point about every medicinal aspect of like how you can best um approach cannabis mm -hmm. and the guy just covers all the bases he's kind of funny he's really professional and he like uh, one of the things he was talking about was how much the misrepresentation of what cannabis harms and advantages are through media, the harm that it brings. Because over in, in the US, he's actually been um, interviewed in the uh, What Are You Smoking podcast by these guys. <laughs> that all they do is talk about uh, strains and like the main shit. And yeah, so that what they do is want to sell your product and push it out. And he hates that kind of quarter. If you want to really get to know what the real thing is he would be really interested i'm sure and, and we have local experts we got new zealand experts we have like uh, this doctor pushed out a book last year uh it's called everything that new zealand needs, needs to know about medicinal cannabis i was actually interviewed for that book and i'm oh. pretty sure the guy would love to come along in a podcast that really wants to get into that so you you know it's not the, just two dudes sitting down and talking about, oh, yeah, I think this is uh, the right thing about cannabis yeah. uh, or that is the wrong thing. It's about bringing a lot of people to the table that wants to open up the, the reality, you know, the, like cut through the bullshit and, and really engage with what's actually the plant. And the plant is just a plant, man. Like... Um, I don't want to, you know, be that guy that says, oh, cannabis is a miracle plant. I'm not that guy. But if you want to be realistic, it is a plant. It is, it, it's got flowers. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people think, like, and this is a really funny thing. A lot of people think that you smoke the leaves of <laughs> cannabis. And any person that smoked cannabis at least, uh, you know, more than twice in their life, they, they know it's not the leaf. Um, it's the flowers. But they're beautiful flowers. Mm -hmm. Like... Uh, I remember uh, through a period of um, a few years in my life, I didn't. Um, I think I'm getting into non-introductory. No, no, go down, <laughs> go down that hole. Yeah. So a period of I wasn't using cannabis because I considered myself to be an addict, right? And uh, I thought, bro, this plant is so beautiful, as as like physically that I would grow it just ornamentally mm -hmm. to have it in my house to look at it. Mm -hmm. Because it's got the most striking colors, the most striking variety of, of uh, kind of manifestations of, of what a plant can look like and can smell like. Yes. And part of the medicinal power of cannabis is all about the smell. Yeah. 
So if you just have it in your backyard and go smell it, that's medicine. Yeah. And you're you're not gonna get high at all, but you're gonna improve like improve your mood. No, like there's no doubt about it. And it's gonna look beautiful, and you're gonna have like look at it grow, and it's, you're gonna develop a healthy relationship with it. Mm-hmm. So that's a very good argument for home growth. You need that thing in your backyard so you know what it looks like in your reality. Because if you go get a tinny, you get basically shit that's put mm-hmm. in a tin foil <laughs> that looks not like you don't know what the plant looks like. Yeah. And bro, there's just so many, so many things to go into about cannabis and they're all magnificent and interesting and buzzy and crazy and fun and some of them are just downright depressing yeah you know um yeah this this old old sort of of experiences with cannabis yeah yeah what do you think do you think they were onto something good i think so i mean there's just there's so many stories Come on, like there's, there's so many stories about this. Um, I think that I think the pros far outweigh the cons on this. Personally, that's where I sit with it. I had this conversation earlier today with someone where you know it can get a bit a bit mean where I can pick apart the bill that's been proposed, which I'll announce personally on the yes vote. But there's a lot in there that I that that, I, that would push me to, in the direction towards voting no, mm-hmm. um, but they're little things, you know what I mean, and, and and it depends on what kind of hat you want to put on or what kind of lens you want to look at this bill. Some people want to look at it in a way of this is the beginning, this opens the door, and then we continue to be activists and continue to push for 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 better outcomes. Some people view this as a this is your one shot. Once you get this, it's going to be a you know a good five ten years maybe before it's ever talked about again. So I, perspectives everything, and I was talking with someone about how interesting I find it that we are proposing purchase limits and uh, potency limits on cannabis. Which hey, I'm not entirely against. I think that there's I can I can absolutely see why you would want to do that, but there's one part I really don't like about it. You just gave the black market their business model. Yep. Grow high potency stuff and sell it in more than fourteen gram amounts. There's every but every customer that falls into that niche is an immediate customer for you. So to that degree, th- those are the parts I kind of don't like about it. You know, where it said well, uh, for me personally, I, I look and I say, hey, are we are we are we in this or not? You know, are we going to get rid of this black market thing or not? And to a degree, it's overly ambitious to think that we can get it, uh, get, you know, make it disappear with one bill. Uh, no country's done that. Every country that's legalized still has black and grey market. Aspects Even some it. of the most liberal markets, like California, for mm-hmm. example, they still have a black market, mm-hmm. and it's like thriving, man. It's yeah. really thriving. Canada, they they got it better than California. Mm-hmm. I don't really know much about the black market in Colorado. I, I reckon those guys really wrecked the the black market because they mm-hmm. made it like Colorado is just like go to town. You can do really? whatever you want with cannabis. But I really want to learn more about that. So we need to get yes, someone that's been yes. there and look at the whole thing. Maybe Paula Bennett can come and talk to us about what <laughs> yeah, she I saw over in Canada. Paula. Because like, I oh, thought it was something please. very interesting. It was very different to, to what I've heard. You know, like yes. What she was seeing. Ah, I love that, that debate with Chloe, man. She, go to school. <laughs> um, 
but like she was mm. she was raising some points that for me it was actually the opposite you know when yeah. i when i look at canada's stats of what's gone what's happened there and how how much the black market has disappeared and how many i'm actually part of a facebook group that is all about um, micro cultivators in canada mm. and these guys are going real serious into the all of the kind of regulations and like how to best approach the mm. like they're they're bringing in the entrepreneurial spirit yeah. because they want to really engage with it seriously yeah. so i guess this is part of the picture that paula might not be seeing mm-hmm. but maybe she saw a part of the picture that I, i'm not seeing yes and that paula this is an official invitation this is your invitation you. yes come and jam with us we'll, we'll you know because COVID, we'll, we'll just put you through zoom this technology is yeah. but you're welcome to come in person you're welcome well. to you're come more than welcome to come in person come and jam with us in the east coast yeah there's no COVID here yeah. there's no COVID here we're come on yeah like we're, don't bring we're, it though no don't bring it yeah, like get, 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 a, get a swab shoved up your nose first yeah. count to 48 hours and, and then come over mm. but absolutely Paula please we'll love it we'll be fine we'll be fun we're nice like everybody yeah. here is a loving person and we're more than welcome to share some of these uh, coasty vibes with you. Mm. Same for Chloe. Same for, oh, what's the name of this new guy uh, in national that's kind of uh, engaging with a drug policy? Oh, dude, I'm going to be really honest with you. I, I avoid the news. Yeah. I avoid it. I, I, since Good level four, level four kind of tipped the scale for me, man. I was just like, you know, I've got I to gotta, I gotta stop going on Facebook. I avoid that as much as possible. I kept Instagram for now. That might change. Mm. But yeah, I really kind of had a bit of a, a detox of media content. Bless so the downside to that, I'm not the most up to date with current events. Cool. Cool. But hey, you know. Well, you're you're up to date with what's going on really here. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, that's really why they're saying a current event show, right? Because <laughs> yeah. then I'm the wrong guy. <laughs> this is not a newscast. Uh, this is a podcast. And you're listening to it at your own time, at your own pace. You can make it faster, slower, sexier, whatever it is. Uh, you can listen to it on the bathtub, <laughs> on the toilet, while you're trimming your um, <clears throat> buds, uh, or whatever whatever it is you're doing. And another thing that we want to put out is like this is not a legalized podcast because yeah. that bill is either going to pass, the referendum is either going to pass or not pass, and we're gonna keep talking about cannabis because it's not gonna go away if yeah. it doesn't pass. It's a real thing. It's been here since forever. It was the British that brought it over, and uh, we won't do any good ignoring it. So, expect a lot more coming from this space. Loving the chance to get together and talk about this. We're going to love every opportunity. We're not going to be just welcoming politicians. Fuck that. We're going to be welcoming everyone that has a clear idea of what cannabis has done to their lives and their final life how their impacts have you know like what what it is that this plan has brought to, to their reality because that's what it's all about the news all of these reporters they're not going to go and tell you oh, yeah i actually light up every night before i go to bed or every time i'm working on my reports or my in my writing because like you can tell that they're not you know writing the right way um yeah and burn but yeah you're gonna hear it from the people that use it don't use it and and have a real clear picture of why yes or why not yeah yeah you're gonna get people who love it people who hate it you're gonna get the whole spectrum we we want to hear it all the whole entourage effect bro 
You're going to get all of the turps, all of the cannabinoids, all of the plant in this space because we honor the reality of it. Thank you for joining us today. This has been Greenlight. If you enjoy the Corero and would like to share it with your fan, don't hesitate to do so. Word of mouth, social media, or any of the other networks that you use will be hugely useful to keep this Corero going and growing. Have a lovely day and we'll see you next time.